Hello there! Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Oak. People call me the Pokemon Prof. There's been a breakthrough in Pokemon research. The scientists over at Super NPC Radio are hosting a new podcast series all about the original Pokemon games. That's right! Your favorite video game podcast network will be playing through Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow for the next Game Club series from April through June. You can hear your favorite youngsters, cue balls, and cool trainers discuss their journey through Kanto. What's that? Why, it's my grandson. What's his name again? Well, my name is Gary, but whoever is playing the game named me Butt. What gives, Gramps? <laughs> oh, that's too funny. But, I mean, Gary, did you subscribe to their Patreon to follow along with their Pokemon journey? Yeah, but only because I know they'll need help from me along the way. Plus, I want to hear all their other content, like their discussion on Pokemon the first movie, see their Pokemon Stadium tournament on Twitch, and check out their Pokemon card collection from the 90s. Wow, all that and more on their network for just $10 a month? You sure are up to date on your studies, but... It's Gary! Whatever. Catch Super NPC Radio's journey through Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow by subscribing at the $10 DJ Toad tier at patreon.com slash supernpcradio to hear new Games Club episodes every Friday. Plus, you can play along too. Smell you later, listeners. Listeners, your very own Pokemon legend is about to unfold. A world of dreams and adventures with Pokemon awaits. Let's go. Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game, the podcast where I, your host, Connor McCabe, bring on a guest to hear from them about a meaningful video game from a particular moment in their past. On the show, we talk as much about what made playing that game special and memorable to our guest as we will dive into the context of when they had this particular moment with the game, uh, maybe for the first time, maybe they uh, had a, a revitalization when they revisited it. I guess we'll have to see. A little bit of housekeeping up top is uh, you can check us out on social media. We're on uh, Twitter and Instagram. We're on Instagram at Call Me By Your Game Pod, and we're on Twitter at Call Me By Your Game. Uh, you can see what episodes we have coming out each week, how you can support our guests, and see the cool art that I make for every episode. Uh, and I am calling it cool. Very specific choice of words by me. You can also support the show a few different ways. You can rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and if it's a nice review, I'll read it on the show. Um, you can also share the show with a friend, whether they love video games in general or the game that we are discussing on the main event today that our guest has brought on. Uh, we have a Discord, so if you like our, my show, the network of shows that are, we're involved with, uh, there's a link in the show notes as well if you'd like to join some friendly conversation about uh, video games. A pretty fun place over there. 
And then lastly, uh, we're over at Patreon. Uh, we're on patreon.com slash super NPC radio. You've probably already heard an ad by this time, or you will on the break for our Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow Games Club that we're starting up. Uh, but long story short, we have a ton of bonus, uh, incredible content over there, including up to three bonus podcasts a week if you want it. But that'll do it for the housekeeping. And I'll finally introduce our guest for today's episode. So please welcome to the microphone, Abe Spigner. Hey, what's happening, homie? You know what? So much and then so little at the same time. Um, <laughs> I, I'm so glad to have you on here, Abe. Uh, how are, what's happening for you? Thanks, I guess brother. Is the question. Uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, I'm very, very happy to be here. Like uh, we were talking earlier, anytime I, any chance I get to talk about video games, I'm stoked to do so. Can we curse? I don't know if we can curse. Hey, cursing? I'm going to go ahead and give it a green light. Ah, makes me feel so much better. Uh, I curse a lot. Thanks, Dad. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm doing well. I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm very happy. I'm very happy. I was away for the last few uh, days in Austin, mm. Texas. Oh wow! So I didn't have a chance to play any games. So you know, now that I'm back, I feel a little better that I can get back to my routine of nice. playing something for a few hours a day. So. I love it. Uh, yeah, I know how that is when like a root like a routine like that that uh, is I don't know comforting or whatever whatever gaming is to a certain person like when it's disrupted for me I'm like oh I just want to sit down and I just want to play a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a part I think you know the thing that's beautiful. One of the many things that's beautiful about video games is that there's a there's an escape. You know what I mean? Totally. It's just an escape. Mm-hmm. It's a complete and total escape from whatever the hell is going on with your life. Like, like you know, so we're both actors. Yes. Every single time, you know, uh, I've, I've been to a bunch of schools and had a bunch of different teachers. And, and every single one of my teachers agrees that after every audition, you just take time to completely disassociate yourself from whatever it is you just did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can do that. You watch a movie, you watch a TV show, you play video games, probably mm-hmm. like both of, like we do. You know what yeah. I mean? I play video games. I immediately go and I'll play Apex or I'll pick up some other game that I'm one of the many games in my library that I'm trying to beat. And that's yeah. what I'll do. So it's a good way to escape and just kind of let your brain kind of go away for a few hours or whatever. Yeah, so, that's that makes know. so much sense. I mean, I can I think that for myself, you know, whether it's uh you know, after after an audition or, you know, even when you hear like, hey, you're unavailable for this. I also try to yeah. disassociate as much as I can until you continue to get that yes, whether it's like, hey, here's the fitting information or here's the call sheet. Because, you know, we've worked long enough in this town, you know, that stuff just disappears or uh, it's it. There's no use in hanging on to something tightly when it could just disappear right. at any time, even yeah, after you shoot the thing. Even after you shoot the th- yeah. yo, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Like you know, the two new spots that we had, like yes. I'm, I'm like barely in it. You know yes. what I mean? Like I'm like a fucking blurb on the side, yes. and I'm one of the main characters. So it's like, all right, well, you know, that's kind of that's kind of the way this business goes. You know totally. what I'm saying? Like just the way it goes and you gotta but the 30 second spots yes we want to see the 30 seconds oh yes that's like Uh, truly all i've been thinking about today uh i mean i guess that sort of rolls us into like how we know each other which is you and i Mm -hmm. met uh a couple months ago on the set of of a commercial which sort of you know coincidentally uh came out or i guess was published at least on the internet 
two days before um, we are doing this recording now. So that's how we know each other. Um, but what do you want to share with the listener about yourself? Who are you? What are you up to? And do you have anything you want to plug today? Oh, man. Uh, wow. Well, immediately my brain goes, thinks about uh, plugging something. Uh, <laughs> but I'll, I'll get back to that. So sure. uh, uh, my name is Abe Spigner. I am. I was born and raised in New York, uh, only child, which is why I was a. I'm a huge uh, collector of things okay. because of that. So I have a huge record collection. I have a huge sneaker collection. I have a very large clothing collection. I have. Uh, I still have a very large comic book collection. Mm. I still have. I have probably fifteen video game systems. Uh, yes. From over the years that I still. I still have not all of them still work. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but I still have all of the systems. Uh, a bunch of games. Um, I I collect garbage pail kids and dinosaurs attack cards and uh, I have a baseball card collection. I don't even like baseball. Oh really? Like, <laughs> yeah, it was handed down to me, and I have all these baseball cards from the eighties that was yeah. handed down to me. I'm no idea if they're worth anything i don't know anything about anything baseball but one day i vowed to go and look up to see if they're worth anything but sure um huge toy collection um yeah i i have a i have like five remote control cars um three of which aren't even built yet that are still in their boxes <laughs> uh uh yeah i i i i do that i think a lot of us like to revert back to a time when it was like the most fun time in our lives. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And kind of the time between like the mid eighties to like, so I'm a little older. So like the time <laughs> from like the mid eighties to like the early nineties was like the, the best time of my life yeah. specifically. So a lot of the things in that time period, I've kind of, made like a a a kind of beeline to try to to get that back you know mm -hmm. what i mean yeah so like for instance the garbage pail kids thing a few months ago i was like you know what i want to see if i can get the first series or the third second series or the third series of garbage pail kids in an unopened box completely unopened so all 48 packages in the box and the box is still sealed and i found a series three which is great First, second, and third series are the best ones. Mm. So if you can find any of those sealed, keep it. Don't open it. Keep, keep it, it, keep it, contact keep it, keep Abe. it, <laughs> keep it and contact me. Uh, yeah, so, and I found it and it was great and I opened it by accident and I was like, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. Every time I book something, I'll open a pack or something oh, like that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so, and there's stickers, you know, and I have a sticker thing. I love stickers, so... Um, you know, it's it's part of me that loves kind of uh, harking back to those times. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's me in a nutshell. I love um, uh, interesting and cool things, bespoke things, and things that are tactile that you can get down with your hands. Maybe that's one of the reasons why I like gaming so much is because you use your hands. And, mm -hmm. and um, you know, it's fun like that. Uh, dexterity is... is kind of a big thing anything that helps me use my use my brain like puzzle games and stuff mm -hmm. like love that um so yeah that's a little about me i guess there's a lot more but you know I'm, <laughs> some of I'm, which I'm... may come out as we go along today who's to say yeah, yeah. well how about this i'll plug this uh oh, as please. a plug 
Um, I, I am a DJ. I've been DJing since the mid mid nineties. So, um, I've been DJing out here professionally since 2003 or so. Mm. And, uh, yeah, in clubs and stuff like that. But now I've, you know, gotten older, so I don't want to do clubs anymore. So I am the, uh, resident DJ at Katsuya Hollywood Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Very cool. Uh, yeah. So 6 PM to 11 PM, please, please, please. I beg of you come through have dinner uh they always give my people like 50 percent off oh so, wow connor that's 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 you uh yeah, this worked out well that. for me i think i yeah. can go ahead and end the pot there i got something yeah out of it. <laughs> and we're done good good work hey, thank uh, you. No, no no uh but yeah yeah please come through i also uh live stream it on twitch so oh, really yeah what's your twitch handle yeah. so twitch.tv uh backslash dj evil lincoln so cool. Evil Lincoln, one word. Uh, Evil Lincoln is the is a character, one of my favorite characters who had one line on Futurama. Uh, is because yeah. uh, I've watched so that's one of my favorite shows. Yeah, is it like same. a reanimated like Lincoln that comes out? I can't remember. Yeah, it's a yeah. reanimated Lincoln with uh, <laughs> uh, fucking Genghis Khan and like uh, yeah, there's there's yeah. a bunch of like evil dictators that come out. <laughs> And like that are really evil, and then there's evil Lincoln that That's, comes out, and I thought it was really funny. I, just, I love. I that laughed that, my ass off. Yeah. I mean, I've seen your. I think even on your Instagram handle, it might be your your DJ name, and yeah, so yeah. I've seen that, but I had no idea it was a Futurama reference, and now you're making me want to rewatch the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you should. Uh, the episode is uh, Kiff. God, what is it? Kiff gets a. Kiff gets a new friend. No, that's not it. Ah, uh, shoot, I can't remember the the title of the. It'll probably pop into my head. Yeah. But um, it's it was such a great series. That was such a great series. Yeah. So great. I have um, a a friend who got to write on the new series that is yet to come out. Um. So what's I'm his like, name? Uh, do you know Cody Ziegler? I don't because I do know one of the writers that uh, oh, really? wrote for Futurama. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's, that's how cool. he and I became friends because of my DJ name. Oh, that's he was like, hey, yeah. I recognize that. Yeah, I know this. <laughs> right, 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 right. So he was like, anyone that's that big of a fan, like you gotta like you know. He said he would send me a bunch of swag. I'm still kind of waiting on that, but it's fine. Yeah, any anytime uh, you'd like to, sir. Feel yeah, free anytime. to keep that want, You know, I don't want to bug. I don't want to bug. Yeah, I'm not gonna bug him. So, uh, but it's fine. It's fine. Take your time. Take your time. Yeah. I'm still around. <laughs> Everything's good. But yeah, that's my plug. That's the only that's plug cool. I have right now. So yeah, that's awesome. I'll put you know anything you know if anything else comes up or anything I've plugged today, the listener listener you can find that in a, a like an easy link in the show notes. So feel free to just click right down there um, to uh, to all that. Um, but thank you for sharing a little bit about yourself. I even remember. No problem. I think it was. I don't know if it was our first or second day on set when we were shooting the spot, but you had done a, like, I think you had DJed the night before one of those times and hadn't gotten as much sleep as you would have liked. Yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember we were all fading because I remember we were, uh, we were, I was, I was messing with Katie yeah. because she would like, she would like sit still and then all of a sudden she's nodding off. Yes. Yeah. Oh, she was <laughs> It was, it was like that first day was harder for me too, because uh, when you, you, that's when we were doing the spot, um, with the lollipop and yeah. I was yeah. not up with you all. Cause they didn't want to reveal me too much yet. I was sitting right at one of the desks and I was also dozing big Dude, time. Brutal, 
brutal, yeah. brutal, brutal when you don't have enough. And that was the other issues because it was so cold. We didn't have a chance to get coffee. Yes. So, oh my because gosh. We, yeah, none of us had any caffeine in us. And I think, you know, uh, as an actor, you need that thing. And totally. That thing for me isn't crack anymore. It's coffee. <laughs> so, so yeah, it was, it was, that was rough. That was a hard one. That was a yeah. definite hard one. I think but. our bodies were like, oh, I think we're trying to hibernate right now. We're going to shut you yeah. down. Uh, we're going to just, shh, sh- go to sleep. Go to yes. sleep. Go to sleep. I'm still standing up. Please don't yeah. let me go to sleep yet. Yeah, that was, that was, that was a rough one. And yeah. then, and then my man went and got me the coffee and, Oh, bless his heart. One of the uh, one of the PAs went uh-huh. and got me coffee, and uh, I was like, "Yeah, man, just just dump a bunch of sugar in there and a bunch of cream in there, and that's it, and we're good." That fool brought me back black coffee. And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, couldn't have been further from what I was hoping for. <laughs> couldn't have been worse." Yeah, you know, people who like sweet coffee, mm-hmm. we like sweet coffee. Yeah. we want the furthest thing away from anything mm-hmm. bitter. And man, you you gave me exactly what I didn't want. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. yeah oh man. Rough. Well, I'm glad we made it out. You know, hopefully we see those 30 second versions of the this yeah. uh, Roomba c- series of commercials that we're in. That it was so fun, even honestly hopping on and getting to do those two days with you all because you all had done it the year before and I had Mm -hmm. seen those. So Mm -hmm. I was like Mm -hmm. aware of the lot and you all had done such a great job. So yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, Thanks, man. Yeah, we were really happy to have you there. Like uh, it was weird because there was a lot of changes, you know, it was a different director. I don't know how I feel about him, but uh, it is what it is. Totally. Uh, You know, different director or different everything. Um, You know, uh, it, it felt... It felt, it felt different. Like, yeah. like that's the best. That like that's the only thing I can. That's the only thing I can say. It just felt different. Yeah, yeah. you know, totally. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, because you, yeah, you guys had a totally different experience the year before with the uh, different people. Um, yeah, doing yeah. more. So anyway, I it was it was great getting to know everybody, and I'm really excited to have you on. Um, before we talk about your just general history with video games. Will you please uh, introduce what you've brought on today and call me by your game? Yeah, and so the game that I have brought on today is one of my favorite games of all time, top f- 3 in my wow. in my opinion, definitely top 3 games. It means so much to me this game because there was so much cultural um there was there was so much uh cultural relevance for me mm-hmm. the game is the original toe jam and earl from uh, the genesis days uh the sega genesis as some of you people know it as <laughs> i never said sega genesis it's like those people who oh. said snes yeah. instead of <laughs> snes yes. they would say snes and that drove me crazy but yes it's from the genesis from back in 80, I want to say the game released in maybe 89. Yeah, I should be able to tell you. I should have, I have that down 89 here. 89 is my guess. And Could be 88. See. Oh, actually, 1991. 91. Wow. That was going to be the first one. Guess. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, the first you're, one. You were within that window. You I was with, in the window. You were right there. Yeah, I was right there. And it was, it was a few days ago. So, yeah. All, yeah. No hard feelings. Um, oh, thanks. Thanks. For yeah. Sure. Um, well, I'm really pumped to hear from you about this game, you know, after the break that we're going to take in a little bit, but I want to dive into your history, uh, as a gamer. Cause you know, hearing you on set just 
I don't know what you were talking about. It was something game related, and I was like, "All right, uh, I got to talk to this person." Um, I th- so- think I was talking with Ben. Yes, and we were speaking. Uh, for you guys that don't know, Ben is uh, another one of the uh, actors in the campaign. We were talking about because he also games. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta, I gotta uh, hit him up too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I just don't know that he's as big into it as we are. Sure. Yeah. Right. 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 So, and I do not remember exactly what we were talking about. I want to say it was like WoW or something. But Maybe. I don't play WoW, but I think he does. Okay. Or did or something like that. But um, yeah, maybe, and you just heard a little bit of. of no, us, my ears uh, perk up when I hear anything yeah. like that, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, are these people? A, I was like, do are the people around me? Do they seem to be like well-adjusted, cool people? And are they talking about games? Great, I'm gonna ask them to be on some at some point. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 um, yeah. I'm happy so you did. That's that's like how this happened. But let's dive in. Yeah, like to your history, like I was almost doing. Um, when <laughs> do you remember first taking an interest? In video games as a kid, or were they just around as far as you could remember? Yeah, no, I I do. I remember the first time, the literal first time that I ever played a video game. Oh wow! I remember it. I remember it specifically. So, like I said before, I was an only child, and uh, my parents' best friends lived, you know, like ten houses down. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Friday, Saturday night, that was kind of what we did. We we got up and we went over their house and, you know, they would be, uh, <laughs> they would all be in the kitchen, you know, playing cards and smoking and cursing <laughs> up a storm and drinking and whatever. And the kids were always like down in the basement mm-hmm. doing whatever kids did. You know what I mean? We're playing and we're listening to music and, you know, we're fooling around. And one day somebody, one of, one of their kids uh troy i believe his name was troy he got for christmas he got a atari 2600 oh wow so it had I, i'm sure you're somewhat familiar at least yeah. with yeah a yeah, big red button and the big mm-hmm. super uncomfortable stick that yes. you held that it was a four-way gate so it only went up down left and right <laughs> and that's it it didn't go octagon you couldn't move diagonals yeah. like it was very unbelievably rudimentary and uh we played we played uh what was it adventure this game called adventure which was like it was this i mean it was the most basic game you could ever think it wasn't like basic like that it wasn't like pong basic yes but it was like you know, you were this little dude who ran across and you had to like jump over like snake pits and like jump over like lakes with crocodiles in it. And it was as 2D as you could f- four bit awful, <laughs> awful, awful graphics. Like it was horrendous, but it was the most fun thing we had ever done at that moment. Yeah. That was the first time, the first game that I ever played. Wow. And then I, then I played like Pong and stuff like that. And then my parents... We're like, oh, did you like that thing? Yes, I liked that thing very much. <laughs> and they were like, okay, well, we're going to buy you a thing. And mm. so they bought me the Atari 5200, which oh, wow. was very, very few people knew about it. So yeah. maybe about this big. The cartridges were like that big. <laughs> the graphics at the time were considerably better than the 2600. Considerably better. 
Um, there were games like Joust and Robotron 2084 and q And I mean, all of these games, Pac-Man, the Pac-Man was almost arcade perfect. Like wow. it was right. And it was for your house. Like the, the Pac-Man for the 2600, the Pac-Man <laughs> never stopped facing right. That's like, incredible. And it would go up and down and it always faced right. Yeah. But the 5200 Pac-Man would actually turn. Something and we w- for sure take for granted nowadays, and it's like, you I don't mean, know what you have. <laughs> you had no idea. You have no idea what you had when I was a kid. Uh, <laughs> and, Did like, you? you know, the power pellets would actually pulse, and, yes. you know, it was great. It was fantastic. It was, like, arcade perfect. What were you going to ask? You were asking a question. I was going to ask, did you just post, a, like, a, a video of Joust on your story the other I did. day? I did. Okay, I thought, I, I thought that's what that was. So listen, I had never played Joust in the arcade mm-hmm. until the other day. Yeah. <laughs> I had never played Joust in the arcade because I never saw it in the arcade, right? So uh, I was in I was in Austin for this. Uh, it, it was a custom motorcycle. I also have a motorcycle, and, and <laughs> I want to customize my bike. So there's a custom hand-built motorcycle show that was in Austin. It wasn't very good, but... <laughs> I was in Austin by myself, like, what the hell am I doing? And I looked up, and there was this place called Cinecade, all right? Now, here in L.A., there is a bar slash arcade, which is called, well, there's a few of them. There's Barcade, which is here in uh, Highland Park, Mm -hmm. and then there's another one uh, called 82, which is downtown. Yeah, which is downtown in the Arts District. Uh, 82 is popular. It's got a really good bar. Uh, it's got DJs there. Eh, they're all right. And then it's got it's got tons of video games. Yeah. The issue with 82, the games are always broken. They're all broken. Oh. Something something is wrong with every single game there. Huh. If the so for instance the uh the Street Fighter Turbo cabinet they have, mm-hmm. which only one, easily the biggest money maker they have there. Yeah. But they only have one, right? <laughs> the whole cabinet rocks. Oh no! It's like exactly. So it's like when you sit in a chair at a restaurant or something, and it's it's uneven, and you're trying to find the balance. Meanwhile, you're trying to input exact motions, yeah. but then the cabinet moves, so then you can't exactly do everything that you want to do. It's been broken like this for years, Connor. Years. That sounds They've like never almost dangerous. If having it's, an arcade cabinet that can tilt like that. <laughs> it doesn't tilt so much. Yeah. It tilts just enough. It's like a stack of quarters. Yeah. Like this much, it's just off. Like one of the rubber feet is 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 gone Dang. or missing or whatever. Um, other machines that have like three screens, like, you know, the X-Men, the Konami X-Men mm-hmm. game. It, it's got three screens. One of the screens is completely out. Or burnt. <laughs> it's terrible. It's yeah. terrible. The whole place is just shoddy and and shot. Sh- it's shot mm. shit. So if anyone cares about video games and you go there, you're like, oh my god, this is the worst. So yeah. I say all of that to say, I went here to the Cinespace place in Austin, Texas. Unbelievable. Every they had games there I'd never seen before in the wow. arcade, and it was fantastic. And Joust was one of them. Okay, great. Brings yeah. us back. Um, brings us back to joust i I have a i I, of course you're going to be getting a three game recommendations at the end of the podcast based on bringing on toe jam and earl from me but i have a barcade recommendation for you um okay i don't go here uh very often uh but it's called button mash and echo park have you been there i've heard about button mash i've never been 
It's like right by Dodger Stadium on Sunset, actually. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, they got okay. food, beer, um, and a lot of like great fun machines. Like I've played a lot of like I, I don't go often, but I've when I go, I like to play like Donkey Kong or yeah. the original Mario Bros. Uh, uh, but they have other stuff too. Um, so that's just a little bonus wreck. Uh, but that brought Ooh, us back were... to Joust. So you were playing on the 5200. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was playing on the Atari 5200. Um, the controllers are probably the coolest controllers of the 80s. Mm. I would say the controllers were the... If you look up the Atari 5200 controllers, I want you to see the magnificence. I'm doing that right now. Whoa. What am I... It's like I'm looking at a... Almost so like you held it like this. Yes. You held it like this. Uh-huh. With the keypad underneath like your palm, right? Yeah. Okay. And the buttons, you would push the buttons this way. Yes. So these two fingers are the ones that push the buttons. Okay. You understand? Yeah. And then it's got start, pause, and reset mm-hmm. up top on the actual controller. So as far as I know, that was the first iteration of actual buttons on a controller. Yeah. Like maybe not the hand placement you would expect today, but like essentially you've got two button like inputs and a control stick. Yeah. 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 That's cool. It was a phenomenal controller. It was a phenomenal controller. So, um, there was, so there's a game called Robotron 2084, Mm -hmm. which had it when you bought the game, it came in like this big old box. And I was like, why did it come in such a big box? get the box and you open it up and it was a slot. It it had this plastic um, kind of like a plastic uh, cradle for both controllers to slide into. So you had two sticks because that's how it was. You could walk this way and shoot the other way. So that's how it was. Exactly. And this is in the mid eighties. So this is like 85. And I felt like it was such a forward thinking uh, system. It was such a forward-thinking system, and I yeah. loved it. I absolutely loved it. And the games were so much fun. I still have it. I still have it. It does not work anymore. Uh-huh. Oh. That's the thing with old Dang. technology. It just doesn't work anymore. It's okay. Like, you know, I, I, it, I've, I've, I've learned that I've played as much as I possibly could with these machines, you know? Mm-hmm. My Genesis doesn't work anymore. That doesn't work anymore. My 32X doesn't work anymore. My mm. Sega CD doesn't work anymore. Like, all of these systems don't work anymore. But they look cool as hell when I'm going to put them up on a shelf somewhere. They will look cool as shit. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. Like, I'm totally okay with that. I really am. Uh, but with that said, yeah, the Atari 5200 was my first video game system, and I loved it That's so, so much, cool. so much. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, I honestly, I could like dive into. Uh, I'm already some of these ep- some episodes of this show. Uh, mm-hmm. We have people of all walks of gaming, like mm-hmm. uh, like you and I, who like collect games and have been playing them like seemingly our entire lives, and other people who have played like four or five games and have like a really special relationship with like a single thing. Um, yeah. I'm, this is a little long winded way to say I think I could talk to you about a million of these topics. Uh, but I'm going to keep going on your personal history. Um, and what, what do you remember after your 5,200 days? How did you continue gaming after that? Um, and is there a console you got afterwards? Yeah. So the next console that I got, I played that from probably 85 to about 88. My Mm -hmm. parents were travelers. They always traveled. Um, so, uh, still an only child and around 88, I was like, well, you know, I have a dog. He's fun. Uh, I have all these G.I. Joes. Like, I have a legit G.I. Joe collection. Uh-huh. Like, just, I had 
just stuff. And so, <laughs> but I needed a game system and I was like, you know, this, you know, they're not really making games for it anymore. You know, 88, now you already had Nintendo mm-hmm. and then a master system came out. I had the master system, oh. loved the master system. It was fantastic. But then the Genesis came out nice. and I remember asking my parents, uh, or crying to my parents about how much (laughs) i wanted a genesis Uh i wanted one so bad and they were taking a week-long trip to vegas and i was going to be home alone oh so the night before they left to vegas they came home with a brand new genesis and like five games oh my another controller yeah 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 yeah. i was that kid i was always the kid who had just had all the stuff like Uh they got me all the stuff like i asked for it and they just got it for me totally and i was i i'll never forget how happy i was it was like one of those moments every kid has that moment Mm -hmm. when you are so unbelievably happy Mm -hmm. and that was the moment when i was truly 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 happy like yeah. so happy because I got to be home a whole week. Oh my god! Without my parents, just with you video and your games, dog. just me, my dog, video games. I just had to make sure I didn't kill the dog. Yeah, and that he didn't poop in the house, <laughs> and that I didn't die myself, and yes. that I ate. You know what I'm saying? And I'm good. Like that's it. Like oh. you know, I think I went to school. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. It does um, sound like a dream. That's so cool. Oh man, it was the best. It was the best. My parents really trusted me, which was great. Mm-hmm. Like they, they really did. They, they, uh, uh, I appreciate them for that. Um, I didn't know whether or not they were going to, uh, they were going to continue to trust me after that week sure. because, uh, like, the house was a mess. And I remember, like, the day before they got home, I was like running around, like cleaning stuff up, and <laughs> like you know, I was making sure my room was clean. Like, yo, yeah. they just bought me the system, and they spent. I don't know, at that time, God, they probably spent 400 bucks or so at that time, yeah. 500 bucks or so. Like, they spent a lot. Totally. I didn't even know any of the games. They just brought me a bunch of games. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it came with Altered Beast. They got wow. me. There was there was this puzzle game that was very similar to Qbert that they got me. Z- huh. Zoom? Z- Zong? Zoom. Zoom is what it was called. Hmm. They got me, uh, not Zevious. There was a shooter like a top-down fighter yes, shooter totally. type of game that they got me. It has a, it has an X and a Z in it. I cannot remember the name of it. It wasn't very good, but it was really hard. Mm-hmm. They got me Herzog's Y, which was a uh, RTS game. Huh. Oh, it was a phenomenal game. It was a phenomenal... Picture... Okay, so picture... Picture a more rudimentary version of StarCraft. Yes. Okay. Sure. And that's essentially yeah. what it was. It was phenomenal. That's game. cool. That phenomenal they got game. that on on the system. Man, it was so great. It's yeah. a two player game, split screen. Oh wow. So yeah. So if you played by yourself again, you know you'd have the whole screen, but then you know two player couch co op, like everything was back then, mm-hmm. and it was split screen. Um. Oh god, it was so good. So. Where, you know, you have a base and then the other person has a base and you guys are fortifying your base and making your base and you fly around and try to shoot each other's bases. And, oh, it was so great. So great. Such a great game. Um, yeah, Herzog's Y. Did you get a bought... Sonic? Yes, the original Sonic. Gotcha. The original Sonic. 
Because I got it a few months after it had released. I didn't get it like on release day. Yes. But I know they bought me all of the... Because they didn't know what games to get. They were mm-hmm. just like, yeah, just yeah, give me all the games. Just, just get whatever game was there. They just buy those games. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think that was it. I think I had like five games, I want to say. A, that's like a nice, diverse variety too like that's yeah yeah that's yeah oh what a dream week columns also columns was another game uh if you don't know columns it's like a jewel based oh uh, yeah puzzle game yeah okay sure yeah yeah. where you have to just match the jewels and and like clear them out once they yeah yeah, yeah, four or something yeah yeah exactly Um, exactly it's kind of like puzzle fighter kind of sort of with the jewels that drop down yeah columns yeah. does sound like a, a fake game that you would make up to like just like mess with somebody be like yeah my favorite game i love columns uh but it is a real <laughs> yo game. i guarantee you there's a subreddit about columns out there like oh for I sure guarantee it guarantee yeah. it like that that's that's uh, gotta be a thing boxed columns uh sealed is going for like 500 on on ebay i'm sure um oh. i have a couple questions for you about your history with gaming because yes. I'm sure that we could like spend a ton of time in here, but I want to just pinpoint a few things for you. Uh, mm-hmm. The first question, being someone that has gamed seemingly you know, your whole life, has there mm-hmm. been a period that you want to highlight where – I like to call it the dark period, where you maybe are gaming so much less or you're not really gaming at all? And when was that, if you had one? Wow. What a great question. Um, the dark period. Wow, what a great question. So, I don't know that I ever had a dark period. Nice. I don't know that there was ever a moment in my life where I wasn't heavily, heavily, heavily gaming in some way. Like, I think about all the milestones in my life. So, yeah. like... Well, I guess, okay, there was an easy six months where I didn't play a single video game. Wow. And that six months was when I spent uh, six months in London studying Shakespeare. Oh, wow. Really focused. (laughs) Ultra focused. Laser focused. So I'm there in London studying the Bard, living in a flat (laughs) over there with flatmates in the whole nine yards in the Mm -hmm. middle of central London. And I played not a single video game the entire time I was there. Yeah. That is the long, that's probably the longest stint that I ever went without playing video games. Yeah. That's a, seems like a really cool experience though. And, uh, it was great. Oh my God. Life changing. Yeah. Life changing. Yeah. 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 I didn't hate it. Like, you know, and I yes. didn't even miss playing video games mm-hmm. because I was doing something else that I love. Yeah. You know, so I didn't miss it. And I remember coming back and then, going to new orleans for uh with a friend of mine for uh new year's eve Mm -hmm. so we in 2000 we were in new orleans oh wow new year's eve yeah yeah yeah. watching this incredible band playing and the whole week i was playing the first halo because he brought his he brought his xbox yes with him and so we were i was playing the first halo for that whole week that we were there and I was like, this is the most incredible game I've ever played. Yeah. Like, it was like, this is mind-blowing. Like, I, I was only gone Xbox. for six months. How did yeah. gaming advance this far? Exactly. So much. So much so. Yes. You. you exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so a, I remember that. That's yeah. incredible. That's such a great story, too. Um, yeah. Uh, I've got um, a couple more questions for you. Because uh, okay. I, I, I can't help but ask two more. 
okay. if when you look back on your history of gaming, um, uh, since you've played so many consoles, I'm going to ask yeah. a different version of this that I normally ask. Uh, okay. Has there been a console that has surprised you or that you took like a chance on? You're like, I'm not sure. We'll see. And that you ended up really enjoying, whether it be like, oh, my first <sighs> Xbox or a handheld you weren't sure about. Wow, what a great question. Um, a console that I wasn't sure of that I actually ended up And I know that's really kind of a lot of layers enjoying. to that question. <laughs> there is, because there's always been something that I've enjoyed about every console. Yeah. Even the Wii U, which I think I see behind you. You do see a Wii U gamepad oh, plugged in behind boy. me, yes. I did not enjoy that console at all. <laughs> uh, I actually sold that to Game Dude. Have you been to Game Dude? I have did been I... to Game Dude before. Okay, so I sold that to Game Dude for a Switch. Oh, wow. <laughs> so hey. I used the money that I, that they gave me for that to buy a Switch from them. Yeah, Pretty good trade. So, Can I have a yeah. lot more on there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought it was uh, I thought that was that was a number one because the only thing I played on that was the uh, was Mario Kart. I got it for Mario Kart oh. specifically. Well, Mario Kart Eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. you're like, well, if you um, want a even better version of Mario Kart Eight <laughs> with uh, double the content, I guess you, the Switch yeah. is going to do it for you. I guess the Switch is probably the one, and I can really play it on the go. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be the one. Uh, but I'm gonna say the console that surprised me the most. I'm going back through all of my consoles. I can see the Rolodex just spinning in yeah, eyes. Yeah, right because now. I've I've been given consoles also. So oh, sure. the first PlayStation I was given. Mm. Uh, my Super Nintendo I was given. Mm. Uh, somebody like not like it was a gift to me. Like yes. somebody literally like like I had college roommates who brought it and just didn't take it. That's yeah. aw, that's a great way to get a system. <laughs> Not complaining, right? Uh, yeah. My PS2 was given to me, like just same thing. Mm. Uh, I had a I had a really rich. Uh, he was he was older and he'd already he started a business, but he mm. was still attending college and he needed a roommate, and so that was me. So we lived in like the hoity-toity nice part of campus, and mm-hmm. he. Like, we had, like, full furniture. Like, nobody had furniture in their (laughs) college apartments. Nobody had furniture. We had full furniture and a huge TV screen and surround sound and, like, five video game systems there. And he just left, like, two systems to me. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I've uh, I've had a lot of good times with video game systems. But, man, it's so hard to, it's so hard to answer this question. My 3DS was given to me. Ooh. Uh, I mean, even even what you're telling us now is probably leading us to more fun stuff to talk about than even the question itself. So keep by all means, keep going. Uh, yeah. Man, um, I have my 32X. I'd probably say the 32X is probably the no, – no, you know what I really enjoyed? Uh-huh. This is going to sound really nuts. I mean, my favorite system by far – I don't know if you're going to ask this – but my favorite system by far is the Dreamcast. That was my oh, a man by of far. culture. By far, thank you, sir. By by far, still have my Dreamcast. I think it still works. Ooh, maybe. Um, four controllers, four VMUs. Oh, four VMUs too. I'm very proud of it. Wow. I don't know if they work. They probably yeah. don't. <laughs> probably look. <laughs> Those nice, are probably work. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's gonna be displayed <laughs> really nice. Um, but uh, I'm gonna say. The most underrated system that I really enjoyed was Google Stadia. Oh my gosh! I know one other person who like 
loved their time with Stadia, and he he's actually a former guest of the show. He got uh-huh. like, uh, you know, reimbursed for the games he bought on yeah, there after it absolutely. closed. Absolutely, yeah, it was basically free. Yeah, except oh, for man. the money that you spent per month, which is like ten dollars a month or something. Yeah, it wasn't crazy, but you know, except for that, it was basically free. So anything you bought on it, they gave you all your money. Yes. Back. And um, you got to keep the the system, so you got to keep all the controllers. I have four of them because wow. I got them. Well, so I have a Pixel phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had three. I've had almost every Pixel phone since they came out. Oh, cool! Right? So when Stadia was released, that was like a perk. Like oh. you would get like a hundred free bucks or something like that in Google things to use at the Google store. So mm. I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm buying a Stadia. Like, why not? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I buy a Stadia. And then there was something like, oh, subscribe to YouTube Premium and you'll get a Stadia for free. Okay, let's do mm-hmm. that. Oh, get Google TV and you'll get a Stadia for free. Okay, let's do it that. It just kept so, happening. <laughs> I have two Stadias that I gave one away for a birthday gift. I have, I don't even think he opened it. Uh, I have the <laughs> one that I actually used. Yeah. Then I have two more that are uh, still in the box. Wow. <laughs> oh my well, gosh. They come, they also come with a Chromecast, so you okay. can use that Chromecast for something. And like I said, the controller is still good. You can use it either Bluetooth or you can just plug it in to use mm-hmm. as a controller, standalone controller. So, you know. Wow. Um, it has uses. But I yes. had a great time in my Stadia. They had great games on that thing. Yeah. And you just bring it anywhere. Like, I would literally be sitting in my car waiting for my lady at Pilates or, or her Legree class, and I'm sitting in the car and I'm playing Resident Evil. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I'm playing Resident Evil 7. Or I'm playing um, uh, Super Hot, or yes. you know. I think oh, you've so sold Stadia better. You've marketed it better in this moment than Google actually ended up doing because That's you've made it. Se- you've even given like great reasons and t- place. You've you've basically mapped a commercial for us. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's so good. Uh, thank and thank, honestly, you helped even – the question I asked was clunky. You helped sort of make it more succinct, which is like mm. what's an underrated console to you, and you did it. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Underrated, so, man. Underrated. Yeah. I miss it very much. It was a great console. Mm. It was great. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. R.I.P. Well, uh, Abe, unless there's uh, – is there like – Anything you're like, okay, if I don't share this about my history with gaming, I'm going to be really disappointed, even though I know there's like a whole, you know, iceberg of stuff we could get into before we hit the break. Man, there's so much that we could talk about. Um, I guess I'll I ask think... you one thing. Yeah. Uh, the The last thing is, has there, what what have you been playing recently? Okay, that's, that's also a great question. So uh, on my Switch, <laughs> okay. So let's let's start by the things that I'm sad about. Okay, so <laughs> one of the things I have a uh, Game Boy Micro. Oh okay. my gosh! Nice. Yeah, yeah, I have a Game Boy Micro. It's in mint condition. Still works fantastically. Yeah. Still holds a hell of a charge mm. with the battery. Um, it is a fantastic little system. One of my little favorites. Uh, but I played the first Golden Sun RPG. That's right. We talked about this on set. Yes. yes. Playing the second Golden Sun. Uh, this is for your viewers now. Yes. Or your listeners now. Uh, the second Golden Sun, I'm still playing because, and it's what, a 15-year-old game now, I think, maybe? Oh, Possibly. I think it might be 20 this year. 
which is crazy. <laughs> Golden Sun 2 is 20. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, okay. So, technically, I've been playing Golden Sun 2 for 20 years. Oh, my gosh. I, I stopped playing for maybe about six or seven years. And I picked it up one day prior to us filming. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, I'm going to jump back in this because I need to beat this game. So, I'm here and I'm like... Uh oh, I have no idea. And I'm at the last boss. Oh no. And he keeps killing me over and over and over again, which is why I stopped playing in the first place because I was like, man, I'm not powerful enough. There's something I missed. Mm-hmm. I must have missed something. So you have these little things called the uh, Jin, D J I N, right? So I'm looking at all of my Jin and I'm like, yeah, I got this one. I got this one. Uh oh, I missed one. Mm-hmm. I missed one gin somewhere in the expansive universe oh of this gosh. role-playing game. I missed one. <laughs> I don't know where it is, but I don't have time to go back and search the world for this yeah. one little gin and find this gin so I can assign it to somebody or do whatever and use its power to finally beat this last guy. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm stuck. Wow. And I got out of the... There's this whole maze that you have to go in this tower to get up to the last guy. Mm-hmm. And I used a spell to get out of the tower because I was going to go run around the world yeah. to find this gin, this last gin. And now I don't know how to get back. I don't even know. I don't even remember how to play the game anymore. Yeah. Like I'm <laughs> lost. Completely yes. lost. So that's sad. Okay. So that's one of the things I'm still playing. Yes. Eventually I'm going to figure that out. Uh, I'm playing... Um, uh the dead space remake oh yes nice yeah just started that fantastic so one of the best series is is i've ever played dead space so great um i'm still playing uncharted uh four oh okay yeah still playing that uh i haven't cracked open my ps4 in a minute i'm not really a playstation guy but you know Mm -hmm. um uh I started playing God of War, the original God of War, so I could start playing all of them because I have the the box set or whatever. Oh, wow. A friend of mine works at Sony, and she gave me all of them. So cool. I can do it anytime, but it's taking me so long. So eventually that's going to happen. <laughs> um, whatever the Metroid is for the 3DS. Yes. Uh, Metroid s- to Samus Returns. Yes. I'm still playing that. Yes. You know Metroid games, they're very difficult. Yes. They take a very long time. I had so. to like, I started that one when it first came out, and I think mm-hmm. like four years later, <laughs> like finally came back and saw it all the way through, but it took, and it was only after I had like gotten my Metroid feet wet, where I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I sort of understand this, the way this genre works, and 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 so. Uh, very anyway, Castlevania-esque. Just, yeah, put me in a better spot, you know? but anyway, sorry. You no 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 you're good. Uh, I, I I respect the fact that uh, that we uh, kill ourselves with the whole Metroid thing because <laughs> oh I can't go here. Roam around, roam around, roam around, roam around. Finally, I can go here. Then you finally get in the thing. Like oh no, another place I can't go. Okay, finally I can go here. Like that's it, it's so much backtracking to go forward. Yes, that's the hardest thing to get through about Metroid. Um, that I'm playing. Uh, uh apex that's what i was playing daily apex legends Mm. on the xbox that's cool Um, yeah playing that daily um i love everything about apex i think it's a phenomenal game um i'm a big fan of that game it's a series i haven't touched but i have a couple friends who write for apex as well i'm just gonna keep saying i know someone who writes for this um 
Can yeah. they hire me as a voiceover actor, please? Thank you. Thank I mean, you. That's all I, I want. That's all I want in my life. Don't think it's out of the question. Uh, that's, that's all that I want in my life. Realm. Dude, yeah. that's all I want ever in my life is to be a character on Apex. Oh, my God. That would be a dream come true. I have lots of questions about some of the voiceover actors that yeah. they hired lately. Yeah. Lots of questions. <laughs> so Iffy and Heather, if you're anyway. listening, uh, Abe is available. Iffy oh, and Heather. I'm yeah. so available. I don't know what character you give me. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. Oh, and I'll be great. Okay. Uh, yes. So playing that, I'm trying to think of what else I'm playing. There's something I'm missing. Oh, <laughs> how could I forget? Speaking of Metroid, Hollow Knight. Oh, I'm playing wow. that on the Switch. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. One of the hardest games I've ever played. I've very hard. I've had that on the mind because I recently played through Ori in the Blind Forest, also a Metroidvania. Oh yeah, I want to play that. Yeah, I it's a it's on Game Pass, and I'm sure yeah. like I got it on PC for like six bucks, the definitive mm-hmm. edition, and and I think uh, I actually, downloaded it on Game Pass actually. I think I did, but I oh, just nice. haven't cracked it yeah. open yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, not like I, I know Hollow Knight to be a lot more combat focused or and just yes. very difficult in the combat. Yes. And Ori, it's mostly just platforming and locomotion based, but there is there is a little little bit of combat, just a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. It looks like a beautiful game. It looks like a like a total vibe. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it just looks like one of those very, very, very peaceful kind of games. Um, mm-hmm. Did you ever play Braid? Um, that's the Jonathan Blow game. The like, I believe so. Yeah, it's like where you rewind time. Oh yeah. Yes, oh, I know. Oh, I I have it. I've I've not played too much of it, but I I know that game. Oh, such yeah. a phenomenal game. Such yeah. a great game. Uh, Limbo. Have you played Limbo? Yes, and I oh, I played Limbo last year. We did a whole like we do so we do a lot here on our podcast network. Um, uh huh. We did for one of our exclusive Patreon shows that's weekly, we did a summer of arcade where for like I think the month of like August or July, we did four big Xbox Live arcade games from back in the day. So we did oh, yeah, 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 Raid, yeah. Limbo, and a couple others. But Limbo, I, I really thought I was going to beat, and I got to a puzzle near the end, and I just got stuck. And, and you got stuck? Yeah. I felt uh. – I was like, I want to go and finish it someday, but it's great. You, you should. Yeah. 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 Um, and one more, uh, Inside. I I have that one, um, uh-huh. and because that's the like I think the same people who did Limbo, right? Yeah, same people. Yeah, yeah, same people. Same people. Mm. Big fan. Big. Yeah. Fan. Huge fan. Huge fan. There's a way that you beat it where that. Have you seen? Have you beaten the game? Have you? Have did I you be- finish the game? Uh, Inside or Limbo? I didn't finish Inside. either of them. No. Oh, okay, 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 okay. All right, then I won't tell you anything. Okay. I won't tell you anything. And I'll, we're done with that. I'll tell you in October when I'm like, ooh, this will be my scary month game. And uh, oh, I'll yeah, tell you how that yeah, goes because yeah, yeah. I have oh, it God, we could, as well. God, we could turn – we could talk about – we could talk about scary games also. There is a game for the GameCube, one of the best games I've ever played called Eternal Darkness. Yes. I'm, I'm aware of it. I have my cube, but I've never played that. Boy, that game – is worth so much money. Yeah. <laughs> so much money. And I had it for a long ass time. <laughs> I had it for a long mm. time, dude. I wonder if my, cause I gave it back to my homeboy. I wonder if he still has it. He better still have it. That game, hard copy, well over a grand. Oh yeah. I'm pretty Those... sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 
the the retro market let alone the gamecube specifically that stuff goes for crazy and that being such a niche title mm-hmm, oh man mm-hmm, well mm-hmm. i hope uh hope that works out for you i hope your friend still has it yeah well, yeah we'll see we'll see i'll definitely ask him i'll definitely ask him um uh, well you know speaking of which abe thank you for just yes. talking about at least about like a, a mere fraction perhaps one percent of your history uh about you know with gaming with me today uh we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break and when we come back we'll finally get into all things toe jam and earl so i'll see you on the other side welcome back to call me by your game of course here to discuss toe jam and earl with abe spigner abe welcome back thank you brother um, like I told you before the show, we're going to do a little table setting um, and let our guests know what Toe Jam and Earl is, um, just so there's some familiarity, and then we'll finally get into you know your personal history. Um, okay. I'm literally just going to be reading uh, from a couple paragraphs that I have here, but if you're like, hey, this is actually an important uh, bullet point we need to include, <laughs> by all means, please do. Um, okay. Uh, but it'll just be pretty basic stuff. Uh, Toe Jam and Earl is an action game uh, developed by Johnson Vorsanger Productions and published by Sega for the uh, Sega Genesis, a.k.a. Mega Drive, a.k.a. to (laughs) Abe, the Genesis. Um, This game was released in 1991, and it centers on Toe Jam and Earl, alien rappers who have crash-landed on Earth. As they attempt to escape the planet, players assume the role of either character because it is a two-player game with a one-player mode. Um, Mm -hmm. as they collect pieces of their wrecked spacecraft. Uh, It references and parodies uh, 1980s and early 90s uh, urban culture and is set to a funk soundtrack. Um, And uh, also, as we'll get into with one of our fun facts, this game was heavily influenced by the role-playing video game Rogue, um, which sort of like, you know, is the impetus for the roguelike genre in general. And this game is... I mean, a very early example of that. I can't think of one, at least to my knowledge, that does what this game does of having like the sort of randomized world as an option. I didn't know. That was the biggest. I remember when the game came out and seeing the commercials, I remember them talking about how every single time you play the game, it's going to be different, how the world is going to be different. And I was like, how is that even possible? Like, it didn't even, you know what I mean? So I, I don't know a single... Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't know of any other game that ever did this and before this. It's kind of like its own subgenre now. Um, it's mm-hmm. really, really cool. Um, uh, anyway, the game uh, was received positively by critics, who praised its originality, soundtrack, humor, and the two-player mode. Uh, and it attained sleeper hit status despite uh, low initial sales. And its protagonists were used as mascots by Sega for a while. Of course, there are sequels to this game that have come out for, you know, the Genesis and the Xbox, um, and uh, the commercial and critical performance of the sequels was a little more mixed than this first game, Um, but these games... never the same. Yeah. It it always... It's a hard task, and when a game does it, it's always impressive, but these games have lived on, you know, in the Xbox Live Arcade, uh, PlayStation Network. Um, I think... The first one I want to say is on the Sega Mini console. It is um, on the Sega Mini, and I was looking for my Sega Mini because I have both of them. Oh, uh, nice! Yeah, I have the the one and two. So the second one, uh, Toe Jam and Roll Two, is on the second oh. one. Oh, 
And on the first one, the first toe jam mineral is on yeah. it. But I don't know. It's in my storage somewhere. So I got. I'm like digging, looking for it. I don't know where the hell I put it. Yeah. So it's in somewhere, there somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, it's in there. It's also a part of the Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack because it's a part of the the library of Genesis games that they've got on the Switch. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So you can, if you have like the expansion, which comes with like N64 games, uh, other oh, bonus yeah, yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that. I have that. Then huh. I think you can literally go into the eShop and uh, look for... There might even be a Nintendo Switch Online tab and it'll show you the stuff that comes with your membership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Totally. Oh, man. I kind of want to grab my Switch and look it up right now, but no. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Now, that's just the basic information I have about the games, very Mm -hmm. much just Mm -hmm. bullet points. Anything else? Is there anything that you're like, ooh, this is important to include before we dive into your personal history with this game? So I think I'm going to tell you the thing that attracted me the most about this game. Yeah. So everything wanted to kind of co-op it kind of everything kind of wanted to be like more hip hop back in the back yes. back then. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sprite wanted to do it, and so they had a bunch of dope rappers from that time doing Sprite commercials. And Pringles did it, and McDonald's tried to do it, and Burger King. Everyone wanted to kind of jump into this new. Not, not even wasn't even new, but like everybody wanted to jump and capitalize off of this worldwide phenomenon known as hip-hop right (laughs) so as someone who literally grew up in hip-hop culture yeah like it was interesting to see that this was one of the first games to actually kind of dive into that Hmm. and i think one thing that people didn't realize was that sega back in those days was so much more um I guess so much more appreciated by the hip hop community than Nintendo ever was because Sega always had that kind of nod like Sega games felt more, they felt more gritty. Yes. They felt Mm -hmm. even the way the console looked, it just felt more gritty. Like they went with black instead of going with the white and the purple, I guess. Yeah. Super Nintendo went with, you know, that kind of gray, color so it even looked aesthetically looked better mm-hmm. so i think i'm saying all of that to say that this game uh shinobi um uh, uh streets of rage 2 oh yeah like these these games even from their soundtracks these games they used samples that were used in hip-hop songs that, back then so you know, me thinking about, you know, them remastering, not remastering these games, but re-releasing these games. I'm curious to know if those same samples are in there. Oh, yeah. I don't know if they could even, use, like, I don't even know how they got away with some of that stuff. Yeah. Like, I'd be sitting there listening to, you know, uh, Apocalypse 91, which is a, 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 a Public Enemy album, and I'm hearing a sample on there, and I hear the same sample on Streets of Rage 2. <laughs> <laughs> or I hear the same sample on Toe Jam and Earl. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, how the hell? Because somebody had to pay for that. Yeah. You know, maybe they did pay for it. Maybe it was like chump change back then. But still, I'm curious to know if that still is a thing now. Like, you know, when they that's re-release a, it, does it, is it still there? That's a great question because I know that, you know, some re-releases, like depending on what content is in there, will have changes or omissions. And like right. Earthbound's another game I think of that 
had samples in it that I don't think they actually paid for, and that's been a rumor of why it's been an issue to re-release that on occasion. Um, I wouldn't doubt it. So, I mean, this, you know, sort of begs a similar question, like you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was kind of, it was kind of like worlds colliding in that sense, Yeah, you know? Because as somebody who dives into music so much like I do, and then, and be such a, a child of hip hop culture and then to have this video game come along which is like hey we're hip hop we're hip hop and then you get some some like real hip hop in there and you're like yeah. oh all right somebody over there in Japan knew what the hell they were doing yeah. but you know the Japanese really love hip hop culture like they really love mm. hip hop culture so you know they put in little gems for us i think and that's i think something that i don't think you know wikipedia or anything like that unless you're in the culture you Mm -hmm. don't you don't hear it you don't see that you know what i mean and there was there were certain little things about this game that did that and i really appreciated that about this game that was the thing that really uh gravitated me toward it yeah so i mean speaking in i mean you bringing that up makes me want to just start to dive in a little bit which is do you even remember how you like the first time you heard about this game or was it one that you just got (sighs) How was it the first time I heard about this game? You know, I think, so back then, what we used to do is every weekend, I would rent a video game. Yeah. I would go to Blockbuster Video and rent a game. Mm. and Or maybe rent two. Uh, And uh, I usually would just rent one because I would just dive into that one game. And if the game was awesome, then I'd be like, okay, I'm going to buy this game. And if it sucked, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm not going to (laughs) ever touch this ever again, right? So... I remember one day going and renting this game Mm. and absolutely falling in love with it for the, it was so random. Yeah. Like it was the most random thing. Like one of my favorite TV shows is Tim and Eric. Awesome job. Yeah. (laughs) Or Tim and Eric. Awesome show. Great job. And so that's one of my favorite shows of all time. Uh, that, uh, uh, another Adult Swim show, uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, right? Mm-hmm. The shows are so random because that's how I used to think as a little kid. I used to think so random like that. And where you have a show and when you have a a a game like this, that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Wrapping <laughs> aliens from another planet crash land on Earth. And it's not even Earth. Like, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like... It's like a series of like, yeah, floating islands or whatever. Yeah, yeah, floating platform islands that I guess have water uh, that you can't (laughs) go in, by the way, because if you go in the water, you pretty much die. Uh, Like, and you have people in carrot suits walking around Mm -hmm. and presents laying on the ground that you pick up. Like, it's the most acid trip kind of video game that i had seen back then yeah and i was like i have to i have to own this and i remember renting it and playing it non-stop completely non-stop during that weekend and uh, was like okay i have to buy this game it yeah. was one of the few times where renting a game actually had me actually go and purchase the game yeah so that's all i remember i don't remember when that was exactly sure but i remember buying the game shortly after yeah. yes that's great. And um, I mean, I'd love to hear about, you know, you know, we're thinking pretty far back here in time for us. But so whatever right. you remember is is enough. But I'm getting that, like, you know, as you said, your first impressions of it were like this is like almost like a barrage of like 
uh, not just just content itself, but a barrage of elements that like yeah um, were while a, a little sporadic, like were appealing to you. Um, what did you like about playing the game itself? Was it still the like um, aesthetic, or did, did you like the game as well? So I thought the graphics were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I'm an am an, an <laughs> take two. I'm an animation <laughs> snob, so when a game is animated well, I'm like all for it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So you know, uh, back in those times, I'd say the best animated games were like. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Mickey and Illusion Castle. Oh or whatever. yes, those games. Uh, that game, um, the uh, Aladdin game. Mm-hmm. Um, God, yeah, Toe Jam and Earl. Because when they walked, they like w- the animation of them walking was so satisfying. It yeah, was so satisfying to watch them walk. Uh, it looked like care was given. Yes, like they did. They had care. Um, sure, their shadows weren't animated also. Their shadows were just like little circles yes. in the ground. <laughs> and and that's fine. You know, the, the, the system had its limits. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you couldn't animate everything. So um, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the, the pace of the game and how mm-hmm. challenging it was also. You take one little hit and it's bad. You know what mm. I'm saying? So you took care in everywhere you went. Yeah. Um, if you had to run away from that freaking opera singer lady, you had to run away from that freaking opera, opera singer lady because she will sing and you will not be able to control yourself and you'll start, like, there's like a boom box, I remember. And if you gum near the boom box, you start dancing. And if there's like something coming for you, you can't stop dancing because you hear <laughs> the music. So you have to try to like wiggle your controller yeah. to get out, of the, get, out, get out of the dancing and get away from it. Um, That's so it interesting. Was, it was so yeah. interesting of a game. It was just unbelievably interesting of a game. Um, uh, I remember the 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 fact that Earl, I believe Earl is the fat one. Yes, the I big believe, yellow. Yeah, the big yellow dude. I think Earl was he was slower. I know that, but I think he had more health. Hmm. I believe, and then Toe Jam was faster, but then would die easier. Yes. Uh, so I enjoyed the level of accomplishment when you actually got a piece and you got to the elevator and you found the elevator somewhere randomly on this stage, you mm-hmm. found the elevator and you got to go to the next level. Yeah. Because in my head, I would always think, okay, at some point I'm actually going to beat this game. I never did. But yeah. I always thought in my head, one day I will beat this game. So uh, I remember that being a thing where it was like, I really love this. And, you know, not for nothing, but any of those little hip-hop samples I heard in there, it felt like the game was talking to me. Yes, you know? absolutely. You know, that game in Streets of Rage 2, because I was, I was under, I was, I was doing this with myself, trying to figure out whether or not I wanted to talk to you about Toe Jam & Earl or Streets of Rage 2. Oh, and, wow. And I love both of them almost equally. So I was just like, you know what? Maybe I'll save Streets of Rage 2 for the second one. But yeah. this one, we'll talk about TJ and E. So, um, so, yeah, that was, I think, the thing that I really loved about the game. It felt like I was being seen yeah. a little bit. You That's know? really cool. Did, and it yeah. sounds like you felt that with the, you know, the sampling of, the, of like, the music. Um, yeah. Were the, like, you the... Know what, yeah, go for it, please. You know what I really loved? Hmm. I love the open world idea. Yeah. 
you don't know where you're going. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, I think there was a map, but there wasn't a map. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it wasn't like a map. Like, go here, and you have a line, and you're going to that thing. You just kind of roamed around. Like, okay, maybe the maybe the elevator's over here in this mm-hmm. corner. Because as you walk, the map un, uh, reveals itself. Yeah, very interesting, yeah. too. Yeah. I'm remembering that now. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, as you walk, the map reveals itself. So if it wasn't down in that corner, damn, I walked all the way down here, and now i got to walk <laughs> back through these assholes to try to get back up, yes. up over here. You know what I'm saying? So I have a thing for open world games. Mm. non-linear open world game yeah i have a thing for that so now i'm sitting here thinking about oh yeah i'm playing dying light 2 and i love it i love it a lot because i can just run around and do whatever i want to do i love that very much you know um i have a thing for open world games so uh yeah i think that's probably the this game is the reason why i love open world games now that's amazing. You know, this yeah. I, I'm thinking about this game too. Again, having just sampled it a little bit over the years, mm-hmm. it's not one I'm incredibly mm-hmm. familiar with. Aside from preparing for this episode, um, totally. There's. I wonder. Like, was there something to? Because especially if you'd go through a level, let's say you would mm-hmm. try it again another day, it's not going to be the same. But no. I, I'm just so curious. So curious about it. Like, did the solutions feel the same? Was did it feel completely? random it might not even be something you remember at this point no it, and and you know i'll tell you right now you <laughs> i say you guys but you know i'm still gaming at my age so you know we had it so much harder back then mm-hmm. because there was no save game like you didn't say some games had save yeah sure but you know when you went sat down to play this game you got to do it in one fell swoop yeah uh-huh <laughs> you got to do it in one sitting like, you got to sit down there on your ass and play the whole damn game. Yes. Beginning to end, and that's it. You got to do it. Uh, if you don't, you're screwed. Sometimes mm-hmm. there were games that had, like, the password thing. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you put in the super long freaking password that you had to get, you know, characters all correct and, you know, capital and lowercase and yeah. numbers and symbols. Like, oh, my God, shoot me in the face. But you had to do that. Um, and this was not one of those games. This was just play it all the way through. So, you know, when I think back about it, it was literally never the same. The same. The solutions didn't even come up the same. Because sometimes you would just take a turn and be like, okay, I'm going to go this way. And then you'll find the elevator immediately. You'll be like, oh my God, thank God. Okay. We're we're Uh off to the next level. You know what I'm saying? You go to the next level and you start all over again. But um you know other days you do didn't even make it off the first stage yeah because you died too much you know <laughs> so it was great playing a game that threw something different at you every single time yeah that's know? very that's a really intriguing aspect about it especially i mean nowadays but especially for the time um i would like to hear a little bit about where you played this game and if you can do a little scene painting for me what the like room was set up like from what you remember <laughs> Okay, so you want to know what's hilarious? I'm going to tell you what's hilarious. So have you seen any on Instagram, like on, uh, like there's like a, there's like an account, there's an account called like totally eighties or something like that. Uh And there's like a kid, it's like a, it's like a first person shot of like a kid looking at his TV Mm -hmm. and there's like Mario on his TV and he's right next to it is like a, um, 
uh, a Nintendo, and then like up on the um, uh, up on the wall, he'll have like a poster of like Christy Brinkley or like some model or something that was big back then. And then like on the other wall, there's another poster of like Poison or yeah. something like that. And then like his feet are kicked up, and he's got like Reebok pumps on. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? With like, everything's like a reference. Jeans. Yeah, everything is a reference. So when I tell you that my room was exactly like that, yeah, my room was exactly like that. <laughs> just replace shit with other shit. Uh-huh. So like, I had I had a poster of Alyssa Milano. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! On the wall, <laughs> I had a fucking Alyssa Milano poster on the wall. Fucking was in love with her, right? Poster of Alyssa Milano on the wall. Then I had a Public Enemy poster, like, yeah, right next to it because they were one of my favorite groups. And then I had, I think, a Tribe Called Quest poster oh, also wow. on the wall. And then I had a uh, literally two like racks full of my GI Joe vehicles, all completely dusted. Yeah. And posed perfectly all on these racks um, on the side. Plus, I had a, I had a 27-inch hard tube TV. Whoa. Yeah. With my Super Nintendo. My Master System was still plugged in. I had a splitter because I used to go to I used to go to um, Radio Shack all the time, mm-hmm. and I would get a splitter and plug everything into the splitter. So oh, wow. I would just hit one, two, three, or four depending on what system I wanted to play. And That's pretty sweet. So I, still, <laughs> I still had all my shit hooked up. I had a, a, a stereo, so I, my parents just bought me a new stereo. So I would hit the auxiliary on the stereo, so I would actually listen to it in oh, stereo. Wow. So it wasn't coming out of the, the one mono speaker. Oh, so especially I was actually, for this game. Especially for this game. Yeah. So I'm actually listening to it, and none of my friends listened to it in stereo. None mm-hmm. of them did. So I was like the only person who actually used the actual aux cables, the left and right aux cables to listen to it in stereo. And I felt like I was getting the full experience as much as you could have mm-hmm. back then. Um, you know, I would have like a, like a, a bowl of cereal right there <laughs> or a, a jar of peanut butter with... Uh, a Reese's like either Reese's peanut butter cups which I literally would eat Reese's peanut butter cups and dip them in the chocolate that, in the peanut butter I, I'm a fan of all of this this is great yes yes I, I knew you would love this everyone likes chocolate almost everyone likes chocolate and peanut butter or I would have like a giant Hershey's bar yeah and just be breaking off the little pieces and just working on it while it. you're playing working on it while I'm uh, playing just by myself doing that with my dog next to me yeah hanging out what was your like dog's that? name Casper Casper, very cool. Yeah. Casper is um, his name. That Black Lab. Beautiful. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Um, I've like can totally put myself in this room, not just because of the the reference you pointed out of like these these like Instagram pictures that all people will generate um, yeah. of these yeah. like rooms, yeah. but uh, also because you did such a great job uh, illustrating it for me. Um, Thank you. Did you? So you know, being an only child, did you end up playing through this game single player? Because it's ba- it's got a whole two player mode. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. The most pieces I ever got, I believe, was three. Yeah, I'm sure two player you have to get makes the it. wings. Yeah, yeah, it was two player will probably make it a lot easier. I did mm-hmm. play a lot two player. I had um, a good friend of mine, uh, recipe Terrell, a uh, good dude. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a friend of a friend, uh, uh, my mother's friend's 
nephew. Hmm. And he moved from North Carolina to New York oh. to stay with them. He was kind of a troubled kid, that kind of thing. And so mm. his parents didn't want him to get in trouble. So they moved him moved him up. Kind of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air type thing yeah. <laughs> in a way, kind of, sort of. So, uh, yeah, he moved to New York and uh, we befriended each other. Big dude, like huge, huge black dude. And just the fucking, like, intimidating when you looked at him, but the fucking nicest guy on the planet. Just the nicest dude on the planet. Yeah. And we had a thing for video games, and we would just sit down, and we would just play video games all day. And he would sit down in my room, and we would eat and play video games, and we would sit there and try to beat this game over and over and over and over and over again. Um, And, uh, oh, God, that was such a good time. That was such a good time. That's, Just thinking about that, that was, oh, man, that was a blast. I, I love yeah, hearing about that. I I can probably, like, so I'm imagining your room, like, I, I was lucky to have video games and stuff as a kid, but yeah. my friend wasn't quite to the degree you're describing of how this paradise in this room, but it was, yeah. like, similar going to his house. Like, in fact, patented best friend of the show, uh, Eddie, who I refer to a, a bunch, because um, I often am making it about me. Uh, uh-huh. I'm sure that meant a lot to, you said Terrell? Yeah. For him yeah. to like, even be able to just do that with you and like, it sounds, I mean, who knows? I don't know what his life was like, but like to be able to go to like a friend's house and enjoy those things like games, company, food, like it's, I'm thinking about, that's like the happiest I ever was with like a bowl of goldfish and my best friend, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You are so right. You're so right about that. I had another friend of mine who, this kid was like you know we did well like my parents mm-hmm. did great but man this kid oh my god almighty this kid was was wealthy in the 80s like that's <laughs> that's a lot of money right there i mean i'm sure now he's freaking up he's probably the ceo of a company at this point but he had he was the only person i ever knew that had <laughs> he had a neo geo oh my gosh the console wow. at his home and multiple games <laughs> now, for anybody listening, if you don't know, the Neo Geo was an actual arcade system that you could buy for your home. Mm-hmm. It was a plug-in console that you could buy for your home where those arcade games were literally playing in your local arcade somewhere. Wow. Metal Slug and Samurai Showdown and all of these games where the graphics were phenomenal. Yeah. And King you're of like, Fighters wow, as well? King of Fighters. Yeah. Yes. King of Fighters. All of the King of mm. Fighters games. And this kid had it. The cartridges were like this big. They were huge cartridges. Yeah. $2,000 a pop, by the way, each cartridge. <laughs> this kid had, in the 80s, $2,000 a oh, pop. Oh, man. This kid had multiple cartridges, two controllers. Like, he balling out of control. Yeah. Balling out of control. And we sat down one day, and I only went over his house once, and we sat down one day and played so many games. And I was like, this is the best thing i've ever experienced in my life wow unbelievable yeah that's nuts oh my gosh um man you know i i normally am like if you have to pivot to be like well tell me about like what was some context from your life that you were uh from this time when you when someone brings on a game but you've already started to like paint a picture for me and give me some really fun like memories and anecdotes so i guess since you've given me so much already i'll just ask like is there anything else from that context of either specifically playing Toe Jam and Earl, whether it's with Terrell or by yourself, or like a th- like a thing from your point in, in childhood that you remember like vividly? Oh man, 
Yeah, that's a loaded question. That's a super <laughs> loaded question. Um, I think... I think the thing that I loved the most... I'm just going to say about that time... Yeah, please. In general, was the... The idea of being able to share what I had. Hmm. Because I'm an only child, I didn't... My friends were my family Yeah, in that way, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm from New York, but none of my relatives are from New York. So huh. I didn't have any relatives in New York with me. Uh, on my dad's side, but um, there was nobody really my age yeah. on my dad's side. They were all much older than me. So my my relatives were all in Tennessee, North Carolina, Michigan. Like, they were, they were away. Mm-hmm. So... I really only had my friends. So to be able to have them and like everybody on my block was all like upper middle class. Like we were the we were the black block in in uh in in Central Islip, but CI is kind of a junk town now. But but then it was like really really nice mm. and everybody did well. Like everyone did well. We were not the stereotypical black neighborhood yeah you know what i mean everybody was buying new cars all the time everybody was had careers and pools and you know multiple bedroom houses and like it was a very very nice neighborhood and uh so none of us were wanting in that way we didn't Hmm. have a drug problem we didn't have a crime problem like it was a very nice area of long island at the time so you know me going over friends houses who lived in towns that were already, you know, like, like Hopog and, and, you know, I'm just going to name, name, I'm just naming a bunch of towns that you have yeah, no idea where it. these places are. But at the same time, you know, these were like white affluence, affluent towns, you know, and I would hang out with my friends and I'd meet all their friends and we're like living the same lifestyle. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, he got, you know, the, the, the USS flag one day uh, for, for Christmas and I got the G.I. Joe Defiant. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> these are two, like, huge vehicles that, like, people were like, I never even saw that in real life. I never knew anybody that had that. Meanwhile, I knew multiple people that had it. Yeah. And I had one of those big-ass vehicles, too. So I think it was fun to be able to invite my friends over who didn't get to experience a lot yeah. of that. You know, like you said, you didn't know about Terrell's life, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you were right. Like he he didn't come from a, an, an affluent uh, family, really. Mm-hmm. So him being able to come over and just play all these games and you know what I mean? Like that was good. I had one of my cousins also who had a super rough childhood, super, super rough childhood. And he would just ask just to come over and just spend the weekend with us yeah some days he would like spend like a freaking full week you know because his dad was kind of a dirtbag and didn't like come and pick him up or anything Mm. so sometimes he would just be like chilling like yeah "Yeah, man like this is my cousin chad and um it was nice to have him come over because i knew he didn't have that same upbringing yeah so i think that was probably the best time that was the best part that i got to share those things with those people that's why to bring it full circle kind of sort of now, I feel like 
I sold a bunch of games, mm-hmm. like a bunch of my Dreamcast games, a bunch of my uh, Sega Saturn games. I sold and made literal thousands of dollars <laughs> selling some of these games because I kept them in like pristine condition. You can't find some of this stuff anymore. And cats that I knew who are big gamers were like, yo, why did you sell those games? Like, I think for Bomberman, for the the set for the uh for the dreamcast i got like 350 for wow it, for <laughs> one game i know and i was like well i i played i played it so much like i had such great times sat down with four controllers and all of us trying to kill each other playing bomberman and and worms and, and <laughs> all of these freaking great multiplayer games i had so much fun with those games if if they didn't work anymore or if I could sell them to someone who maybe can have those that fun too, I don't need it anymore. It did its job. It so did its job. Yeah. So I felt okay like yeah. letting it go and I still feel that way. You know what I mean? So Totally. That's the best thing. I, I feel like sharing it. You know what I mean? That's great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um th- thank you so much for sharing about that too and, and elaborating there. Um you know, I do have some fun uh, post-show segments prepared for us, um, okay. but, um, you know, just wanted to leave a little space for you in case uh, you wanted to wrap up your feelings on Toe Jam and Earl in general, or if there's anything you're like, oh, didn't get to say this, this is kind of your time for that now. Uh, I don't know. I, I've said so much uh, as soon as we're done talking. I'm like, oh, man, I should have talked about this. Uh, the um, guest from last week like texted me like the next day and was like, Oh, I forgot to share about this. So it happens every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every time. Uh, I think, I think personally there's a lot of games that are sh- sub genre games mm-hmm. that need to be explored more. Jet grind radio. Oh, okay. One and two. Mm-hmm. Subgenre game, also hip hop based, graffiti based. I'm a huge graffiti nerd, so like seeing shit like that was where you ran, you you rollerbladed around town and you tagged different like you could. Oh my god, it was such a great experience of a game. Like subgenre games are ones that I feel like people really should dive back into. Parappa the Rapper, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like just those those weird niche sub yeah. subgenre there's a new there's a new game that uh Sega just re- not Sega uh that Microsoft just released um oh, I think it's like a um Hi-Fi Rush Hi-Fi Rush yes. yes I haven't played that yet but I really want to play it because Similar I'm super aesthetic interested. to the to the Jet Jet Set and Jet Grind series right mm-hmm. at least a yeah. little bit in the yeah. art style Hmm. Yeah, yeah. The art style looks very that cell shaded kind of yes. art style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks really similar. So I'm I'm super interested to play that. Mm. Uh, at some point I will. I think I downloaded it already, but I just haven't I haven't touched it yet. Same here. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. You know, there's so many games now. I think we talked about this briefly on IG. There's so yeah. many games now. It's hard to take it all in. Yeah, you, know? you so. just can't. You can't possibly catch it all, um, or even like a fraction. It feels like. Yeah. If yeah. I were single, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Maybe. 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 Um, but yeah, I think you know anyone listening, play all of those weird niche games. Just mm-hmm. play them. The indie fucking yeah. weird. I don't know what this is. This looks weird. Like a lot of the time, you're subscribed to something anyway, like Game Pass, and we're just like, oh, I'll just download this and play it really quick, just see mm-hmm. what happens. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. Like, you know, yeah. who cares? But. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else I want to say, but uh, 
yeah, I'm, 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 I'm good as far as that. I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to just washing your hands of it. Well, yeah, washing you, my hands of it. You gave us so much good stuff there. Um, Abe, thank you so much for bringing on toe jam and Earl to share today. Uh, it's always fun, especially, you know, when I have a guest on like you that we're not that familiar with each other, it's always yeah. so much fun for me to see like where the conversation's going to go and what you have to share about your life. Like I learned a lot about you today, which is very fun. Um, thanks man. Yeah, of course. Um, before we go, I do have two post-show segments prepared for you. The first of which okay. is the Fact Me by Your Game segment. And that's where I'm just going to share a couple of fun facts about the game with you. Um, okay. So these these facts I got from a YouTube channel called On a Retro Tip. They have a whole video on, I think it's like 10 Toe Jam and Earl facts. So I've got two that I'll share with you today. Um, okay. The first of which I have titled Flow Jam and Whirl. And that's because... Toe Jam and Earl were originally named Flow Jam and Whirl. Did you know this at all? I did not know this. So this was Please only Please continue. <laughs> yes, this was only in development, but that was the original names um, that I think at least slightly make a little more sense as like a funky rapper inspired characters. Flow, there's, Flo there's something Jim to that. And yeah, Whirl not correct. as much maybe. Um, but I guess uh, the uh, the designer or director of the game, Greg Johnson who uh, told the programmer Mark Forsanger their names, he thought, Mark misheard Greg and thought he said Toe Jam and Earl. And so after he had started doing a little bit of, I guess, the programming work and uh, Greg saw the name, he actually liked it better than his original idea. Oh my God, that's so funny. So uh, I mean, Flow Jam, F-L-O-W Jam, and Earl could have worked. Yes, that could have that been the solution worked. right there. Just meet in the that middle. That really could have worked. Uh, yeah, yeah, that could have worked. Uh, instead, it's Toe Jam, which I think is probably just, yeah. I don't know. They're like, oh, it's funky, too. Um, like, what a, what a crazy name. But anyway. Uh, it's got jam in it, so I guess Toe Jam isn't that bad of a name. I mean, you know, Q-Tip is a name, so. Yeah, that's you know what true. I'm like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? You're like, yeah, Q-Tip, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, well, Toe Jam's weird, too, but, you know, it, it's, uh, it works. It's <laughs> you know there. Um, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. But uh, I guess with that first fact, anyways, what what could have been? Who knows? Flow Jam and Whirl. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And the second fact I have for you, I have titled Paradise Inspiration. And so as we talked about earlier, uh, this is one of the first uh, roguelike games ever, if not the first to take inspiration directly from the game Rogue. And mm-hmm. uh, Greg Johnson, the, de- the designer, was a fan of the game uh, when he was in university. And after he went to school, uh, he worked on um, both these two games I had never heard of called Starflight 1 and 2. I guess these were EA-developed games back in the day. Okay. Um, okay. And I guess while he was on vacation— Were they released on Were they released on major systems or no? Uh, I'd have to look. I don't—I really have no clue. Hmm. Um, they could have been—they may might be Atari games, actually, This um, uh, was my okay, guess. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. definitely like pre-master system in Genesis. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I guess the anecdote from Greg Johnson was while he was on vacation in Hawaii, he thought up the concept of a game that had the gameplay of Rogue uh, and the setting of sci- a science fiction world inspired from Starflight. So like being, you know, these spa- like in space. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess that's how he came up with the idea for this, the, the very loose idea of this game's concept. <laughs> that very loose, extremely yeah. loose. I always wished that I could think of a game 
like have that in my head. You yes. know what I mean? And be like, mm-hmm. oh, this would be a great game. Yeah. I'm so much better with like movies. Totally. And stuff like that. TV shows in my head. But yeah. games, no, nah, I'm not so great. Not so great at all. I, so. I can relate to you there. I ha- I've had a couple ideas just pop in my head recently, but I'm obviously not a game designer. I'm an actor and a writer. So like, yeah, exactly. I'm like, exactly. if I'm going to make something, it's going to be like a short. Um, but, yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway. You know the best I'm, I'm going to tell you right now really quick. Please. The best video game I've ever watched. Tell me. Are you going to say The Last of Us? No. Oh. No. <laughs> the best video game I've ever watched, Elysium. The movie uh, Elysium. I have not seen Elysium. So, Neil Blomkamp is one of my favorite directors. Yes, District 9, right? District Nine, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. His same director. He's got yeah. a he's got a sci fi vision that is so much more realist, realistic huh. than anybody else, in my opinion. Anyway, he directed a video game masterpiece with that movie. Mm. It's a free, as I'm watching it, I'm like, this is the best game. This game would be fucking great. Yeah. If this were a game and not a movie, I would oh. be in fucking heaven right now it's so good as far as if you think about it in video games yes. terms it's fantastic it's a, i forgot matt damon stars in that matt film damon, yes yes, yes okay yes, yes. you have to watch it you have interesting. to interesting i'm a sci-fi nerd so it's like you know yes I, I we watched it in the theater and i'm like it's the best video game i've ever watched yeah <laughs> you're like great. just put it's a controller great. in my hand and i would be very Yo, satisfied oh my god yeah. oh god it'd be so good so uh, good especially with those weapons that he has all the time. Yeah. oh man that's so good well <laughs> that's great. great that i just got a recommendation because i'll move on to the next segment and give you three i've got the game recommendations coming up uh this okay. is my one forced tie-in to the movie call me by your name where i'm gonna treat toe jam and earl as your passionate summer love that you had that's yeah. uh, eventually gonna end and so you're yeah. going to have yeah. you need you know need to be in a new relationship at some point. So these three mm-hmm. flings are all going to have something in common with Toe Jam and Earl, um, and I'll sort of spell it out for you. Um, okay. So the first of which, you've actually uh, it's, I'm excited to share this one with you because uh, it came up earlier. I was going to say if you need a game where you're playing as a rapper, but you'd rather it just be rhythm focused, of course, gotta recommend Parappa the Rapper. Parappa and you brought that rapper. up like minutes ago, so close to <laughs> yeah, the Rex. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, such a great such a great game. Uh, My friends and I still quote that dumb game. Yes. I have I, a t-shirt. I have a Parappa the Rapper t-shirt. Oh my gosh. I, I had two. I had two. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's so cool. Uh, so that's your first recommendation. And for yes. the second one, I'm also going to stick with rappers. If you want another game with rappers, but you need a fighting game, you're tired of this exploration, we're going to recommend Def Jam, ah, yes. Fight for New York. Def Jam, Fight for New York. Yep. yep. Um, That's like terrible game. PS2. I don't care what anybody says. PS2, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, PS2 and... Uh, Xbox, probably. Maybe? X, maybe? I don't remember specific. I'm yeah. just going to tell you it was, a, it was a bad game. It was yeah. a very <laughs> bad game. I don't care what anyone says. It's It's awesome. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's fantastic. Holy shit, sign me up. Such a bad game. Yes. <laughs> Just the controls rough. Nah. Nah, so uh, rough. So rough. That's too bad. Anyway, that's uh, it really is yeah. too bad. I would I would play the hell out of that. If they redid that game mm. the proper way, you can't put today's rappers in there. Just don't do it. You got to yeah. use all the classic rappers and do that. 
where everyone is familiar with everything of them. Yes. Do that. Golden. Yeah. Golden. A, a kind of a great nominee for like a game that could use a remake. Uh, yeah, absolutely. like just with a lot of quality of life improvements. Uh, yeah, just a lot of quality of life improvements. You just have to get those rappers because you know they're all gonna want money. So you have yes. to get those rappers all to sign off on using their likeness to be able to, you know what I mean? That's to true. Have them in there. Yeah, do that. You know? do that again. Uh, as long that might as be Kanye the is the final boss, and we can we can all beat the shit out of Kanye. Like, yes, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. that's a really funny premise. Uh, now I'm on board. Yeah. Um, He's throwing out swastikas and shit. Like, yeah, that's his. It's his ninja star or something. <laughs> his ninja uh, star is like a. Oh god, this fucking guy. Um, anyway, the uh, the final recommendation I have for you is if what you got out of this game is you just love the walking. You love walking around. You love walking from uh, from one place to another. Even if you don't solve or find anything, then I'll recommend to you. Uh, walking simulator the game and i know walking simulators are an actual genre but there is one that i found on steam called walking simulator the game uh and it it uh, apparently came out uh it, it takes place in the year 2020 so um i don't and that's all i really know about oh and it came out in march 2020 interesting that probably is why it takes place then um, oh my god so yeah. right at the beginning of the lockdowns is truly when it came out march 5th 2020 so like a week or so before oh lockdown actually my hit god. um well that'll do it for the game recommendations we of course have <laughs> rap of the rapper def jam fight for new york and walking simulator yes. the game and uh that'll do it for that and we'll bring us to the end of the show so um before we go and plug whatever we'd like on the way out uh and stuff we've already even plugged uh abe thanks so much for uh coming on the show today and, and talking with me this was so much fun connor thank you so much man i'd love to do it again whenever you want to have me i'll be back killer thank you uh, i'll have to have you back for something at some point uh but uh what do you want to plug on your way out today even if it's stuff you've already brought up uh, again, I uh, DJ at Katsuya Hollywood, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday from 6 to 11. Uh, I play a wide variety of musics, so don't expect to come in and hear one thing because you will be very disappointed. <laughs> um, I uh, also uh, stream it on Twitch. Yes, that's so that's right. twitch.tv backslash DJ Eva Lincoln, all one word. So yeah, come and come and listen. It's a it's a good time. It's Killer. a good time. Is there yeah. obviously I can put a link to your uh, Twitch channel in here. Is there like a uh, is it just you know the the days you said at Katsuya in Hollywood or is there yeah. like a website I could link to? Uh, you can link to my website even though I don't update it. So I think what's probably best is just do my Instagram. Okay, cool. Which is Great. yeah, Abe Abe Spigner Jr. All one word, Abe Spigner Jr. Spelled like it sounds, J R. Uh, not Junior, but J R. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, that that's uh, yeah. Go to, go to my IG. It's much more fun. Than my website I'm sure. <laughs> sweet well i'll put a link to those uh in the show notes um so people people can just go and click but i'll go ahead and close this out with some plugs of my own uh the show art for call me by your game is done by glenn J. you can find him and his other great work on instagram at glenn with two n's dot j a y the shoe is the shoe i guess there's i don't know six sho- five shoes in this game because Earl's got uh, – Toe Jam got has three. three legs. Or Toe Jam has three, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. three um, legs, yeah. Well, this show – Which makes shoe buying a lot really hard for <laughs> Toe Jam. <laughs> yeah, what do you buy? Like uh, hope that 
No, we're He's getting got this. A- it's a can of worms. <laughs> I was just about that. <laughs> really getting to the nitty gritty of that. Um, I really didn't even think about it. Yes. Uh, uh, for example, is that middle foot straight down the middle? Is it curve left, curve right? Who knows? Uh, Holy God, I didn't yeah. even think about that. No, oh, poor man, guy. You're so right. Yeah, it's a, <gasps> it's definitely a can of worms. Um, the show, mm. Call Me By Your Game, <clears throat> is produced by Jeremy Schmidt. You should check out his show, Video Games. A comedy show, another show you can get anywhere you listen to podcasts. That's also part of our network here. You can follow me on social media at Connor underscore McCabe. Uh, and I also stream on Twitch. Uh, I play video games there. Who knew? Uh, at twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69, where we were talking about Ori in the Blind Forest earlier. I just uh, finished that game and I started streaming uh, Pokemon Stadium uh, for our games club, which is incredibly brutal. It's the most hostile Pokemon experience i've ever had and i'm subjecting myself to it again so if you follow me on twitch you can watch that there and then lastly uh if you like what you heard today you want to hear more of me and other shows on the network check us out on patreon we're over at patreon.com super npc radio where if you subscribe at the ten dollar dj toad tier uh, you get three bonus podcasts every single week which includes a monthly version of my show where i sit down and talk to a group of people about a game the co-op series i've done 34 of those in almost three years, that just came out yesterday on Ori in the Blind Forest. And then every Friday, literally starting this Friday, uh, we are be- going to be going through Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow uh, from the beginning to the end of the game. Uh, so yeah, that'll be there every Friday. Um, that'll do it for this episode of Call Me By Your Game. We will see you on the next one.